Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be. And I have a very exciting guest with me today. Her name is Vicki Smith, and Vicki is this incredible woman. She's a somatic sex coach that specializes in empowering people to deepen their self-pleasure practice through transforming their emotions and encouraging them to write their own scripts so they can have the relationships they desire. She runs a women's monthly masturbation circle where she teaches women about embodied self-pleasure. And I got talking with Vicky in a pre-interview and I just, I love what she's doing. And I thought, I really want to bring her on and talk about this whole idea of self-pleasuring for success. So welcome to the show, Vicky. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. We we really clicked in that it you know when we first connected, and of course Ryan Thomas, who you've been on his show, I've been on his show, and he's been on here <laughs> as well. So it's it's you know starts to become a very small world. But this idea of self pleasuring for success. So tell me a little bit more about this. Tell the audience. Okay, so um, self pleasuring for success is about. Um, moving away from the quick fix, stress relieving type masturbation and moving more into the self-pleasure space. So we were just discussing that like masturbation can be quite a heavy word. And what we think of when we think of masturbation is going straight to the genitals and like quickly orgasming as, as, as quick as possible so that we can get on with our day and not have to think about it, not deal with any shame or the taboo or that is sex or you know, any of the emotions that we're feeling. Whereas the self-pleasure that I teach is a lot about um, embodying all the emotions that you're feeling, um, feeling everything on a really deep and profound level um, and then transforming the emotion. So a lot of the time people get quite overwhelmed with their emotions, and it, like, especially the uncomfortable ones like jealousy and fear and anxiety and all those emotions. And I believe that every emotion has a erotic potential. So it can be transformed through our body if we have full acceptance of it and if we can hold it for ourselves. Um, and that's actually what creates really great relationships because if you can own all of your emotions and you can hold yourself, then you become a very independent person. Then you're not looking outside of yourself for pleasure and everything that you experience with a partner comes from this beautiful, less attached, I won't say unattached, <laughs> but less attached space that, um, you know, allows you to go deeper with that person and allows you not to become codependent on your partner. And this is what creates really great relationships and it becomes like a gift the pleasure that you experience together becomes a gift and not, um, you know, a way of stress relieving and like using each other's bodies just to relieve stress from your life or just to, you know, it's about expansive love rather than, you know, just moving through things like shutting your, shutting all your emotions down to get on with the job. You know, I want to get yeah. away from that idea. Oh, I love that. And, you know, yeah. Delmas takes it into the spiritual realm, you know, because so, yeah. you're, you're connecting with something much bigger through, yeah your pleasuring practices, whether it's with yourself or with each other. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? That's correct. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Cause so many people, it's like sex becomes, and especially now with, with what's been going on with the me too and the time's up campaigns that mm. sex has become this piece that's confusing and people are like, well, do I go there? Do I not go there? There's all the shame and everything wrapped around it. So to take it out of that and make it something sacred and beautiful again, mm. is such a gift. I love what you're doing. Thank you. Well, this is, that is the importance and like self-pleasuring in general. Like one of the questions um, I often ask the people that are in the circle with me is like, 
you know, what would you rather be caught doing? Like murdering somebody or getting caught masturbating? And it's honestly a thought in people's head. They have to weigh that up because <laughs> it's so like life destroying to be caught masturbating, which is so crazy because, well, we've been doing it since we were in the womb, you know? So like, it's just such a funny thing that we've got this shame attached to it. Like the thought of anybody catching you doing it. And I think that comes from like this place of safety and also the shame that's attached to like sex and you know, in general and sexuality. Yeah. Um, mm. And this is what I, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say like, um, you know, a lot of what I, what I really am encouraging people to do is bring in the breath and the sound and the movement. And actually that's often what people are quite uncomfortable with. You know, it's like, if you're going to, if you're going to like sit in a corner, you're going to put a blanket around you or whatever. um, Then it's sort of fine. You can think about doing it. Maybe if you can feel safe enough, but to be really expressive in your, in your sexuality, that's quite intense for people I find. Well, there's a vulnerability in that when you, Mm. you know, when you let your voice come out, you allow yourself to be heard. There's all those Mm. layers that come with that. So Mm. I could see where that would be extremely vulnerable, especially, you know, you're in a a circle of women, you know, so you're not, you're not alone. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. So Mm. it's interesting. You know, I want to circle back. You had said about going through the emotions or using the self-pleasuring to move through the emotions. Can you give kind of a little synopsis of how does that work? Okay, so we have um, often what happens in our body is I picture like a pull ties, uh, like a so it's almost like two weights on a pulley string that is inside your gut, and this is often where emotions sit inside the gut. And what happens is you've got your happiness on the top knot, and then you've got your um, sadness and your anger and the uncomfortable emotions on the bottom knot. And what happens as you, unless you start um, expressing all the sadness, if you shut it down and shut it down, it starts to pull on this pulley string that's got your happiness attached to the top of it. And it seems to drag it down right into the bottom of your gut. So you get to this stage, if you don't express any sadness or any rage or any of the uncomfortable emotions, that your happiness gets dragged down with it. And so then you get into this really like, I can see it, I can spot it on people quite quickly now, like as soon as they come, when I have clients and they come to me, um, they've just got this neutral look on their face. They don't really smile, but they don't really look sad either. Their voices are quite monotone and they're not depressed. They're just indifferent about life. And that's almost worse than depression for, mm-hmm. like, to feel. And um, that's like the extreme part of it. But we're actually all doing this to a certain degree because it's actually apparently not appropriate to, um, to have a tantrum in the middle of a supermarket if you're feeling upset. <laughs> and once you get past the age of four, apparently they don't allow that. So, oh, no. you know bad because that's so fun (laughs) (laughs) so this is kind of what I invite people to do on the you know I usually have yoga mats and when I bring it to the mat is what I say it's like a and it's almost like a discipline you know a lot of the time we don't know what's really going to be there until we tap into the emotions so um like getting down on on the mat um in the same way as you would do your yoga practice and just like being with those emotions so when like you feel like that, you know, if we don't start expressing that sadness and the, or rage or anger or anxiety, then our happiness is going to get dragged down with it. So when we transform the emotions through self-pleasure, um, what's happening is that we're actually moving it with the breath and the movement and the sound. So when people masturbate, they, what happens is when they masturbate in the usual way that we, get brought, that we know of is that they often hold their breath and they, tr- and they send all their emotions out of their mind and try to cut off from everything as, po- as possible. And this is why we're often like in this race to get to orgasm because we're like, cool, how long can I shut off this 
all the things that are really going on inside my body for. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to run to that orgasm. I'm going to achieve it as quickly as I can so that I can just get back on with my day. Um, when they do that, what they're doing is sending all the energy down into their pelvis and locking it there by holding their breath so that they can squeeze out this orgasm. And it actually ends up being quite a, a minimal bliss state for like seconds, like usually not a very good orgasm. Whereas when we transform our emotions, we're, losing, we're actually allowing all that sexual energy move from our genitals. It might start there, but it moves out all the way through our body. So down our legs, up through our, our gut where all the emotions are sitting, and then it, the sound actually pushes it, brings it up from the gut and allows it to come up through the mouth and then release back into the universe, right? Yeah. It sounds quite woo-woo when I say it like that, but <laughs> I think it really makes a lot of sense. Um, so, yeah, so what the breath and the sound and the movement is doing is it's actually allowing the emotions to travel through the body and come up and out of us. So you don't have to make the sound for it to come out, but it, the movement and the sound and the breath, any, every one of those individually and all together are very powerful. Um, and that's what's transforming the emotions to move out of the body because you're actually acknowledging them and you're being with them and you're sitting with them. Like I said, it's not always appropriate to have the tantrum in the supermarket, but when you're <laughs> on that mat, you can go to that tantrum and you can feel the frustrations of everyday life and you can like sit with your body. And what I usually encourage people to do is to touch themselves in a way that feels like right for that emotion, you know? So maybe it, a lot of what happens is when people come down to the mat is they, move through all their anger or, or their uncomfortable emotions. And once they go past that, they start to feel these like euphoric feelings of the sexual energy moving around the body. And when it starts moving around the body, this is when you get full body orgasms and the bliss states and the pleasure just increases and increases and becomes. And actually what I really believe is that those bliss states, when, you, when they're that profound, can be more healing than like 10 years of talk therapy in a way because this is change on a cellular level. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm just going to ask, a, you know, a stupid question for people who maybe mm. you know are brand new to this. Is so? Are you you're you know getting into say it's anger that you're feeling? Um, mm. Do you try to stay in that anger state while you're self pleasuring and bring yourself to orgasm while you're feeling angry? Is that what you're mm. or that can happen? That's okay. it. Definitely can happen. Um, but what you might find is that when you do orgasm, that is the release. So, so then the emotion you, moves through with the orgasm. Exactly. So okay. I'll like to, so in the way that you're, um, especially for women, this is like the way that I see it for women, as that is my usual. Like it works for that's men as niche. well. But that's my niche. I work with women. I know. I know what it's like to have a woman's body. <laughs> so I like to work with that. <laughs> so we can birth human life <laughs> through our yonis, right? Mm-hmm. So what makes us think we can't birth? ideas manifestations like you know releasing purging all that stuff through that portal and that's what's happening when you orgasm you're just shifting it if you place that intention on releasing the anger as you orgasm maybe you set the intention up before you move into that space then it moves through it that's mm, beautiful it's really beautiful mm. now so we started and we were talking about self-pleasuring for success. So I want to kind of bridge that gap because we've talked about the emotions and I, I'm fully with you that you know, we need to move through our emotions in order to be able to step mm-hmm. into whatever it is that we're creating. But yeah. I know that there's little tricks in the what mm-hmm. some people call sex magic Yes, for manifesting. And you've, you've talked beautifully about this. You know, we're bursting it through the yoni. Like, can we give people ideas of how they can use this self-pleasuring to manifest? 
Yeah, I have lots. So I'm just going to try and think of something that I can do in this half an hour. Uh, I know, spring it on um, you. Just, just, just a little nugget, just a little nugget. Okay. Mm. All right, so one of the things that I usually do when I have a particular like goal or like idea that I really want to bring into the universe and really like make happen for my career and my business is I write down like where, what my blocks are and what's stopping me from getting there. Like almost like what's my secondary gain for not achieving that goal right this Mm -hmm. second. And what am I getting out of it? And I let go of everything that's not, that's no longer serving me around that. What is my secondary gain? I'm just going to let that go. And then I um, move into the space of thinking like, what would my life look like if I had that goal? So I kind of envision it and I picture it and I like label the emotions I'm going to feel when I achieve that goal and that kind of thing. So it's a lot of like a process of writing. And then I, well, I'm a witch, so I usually like to have the fire going if, I, if I'm going to do these kind of rituals, but there is other ways around this. I like to connect to the elements, basically. And um, when I do it, I do this breathing technique, and it's called the big draw, and I learned this um, when I was over in Brazil. And it's about, like, moving in through your mouth um, and, like, using your, the breath to circulate the sexual energy around the body. Mm-hmm. And then what I do is I hold – then once I've, like, made my breath go quite fast, a bit like this – and I build it up and build it up and it gets faster and faster. And then I hold on to all the tension in my body. I clench, clench my fists. I screw up my face. I bring my toes to face towards my, towards my face and pull my legs just off the ground a little bit. And I hold it and I pick this piece of paper and I scrunch, scrunch it up in my fists, hold on to it, hold on to it. And as long as I can hold my breath. And then as I release my, this energy, I throw the piece of paper into the fire I let go of all the tension in my body and I just drop to the ground. And as I drop to the ground, this energy starts to circulate my body. It often causes full body orgasm. So the bliss day actually ends up birthing this idea into the universe. That is so cool. Now, <laughs> now this sounds a little bit more advanced. So if somebody's starting mm. out, yeah. could okay. they, is, there, is there danger of you know, trying this at home? So no, there's no danger at all. Like this is like, you can take as much or as little as what I'm saying into your practices you know what I mean like yeah even if it's just like writing it down and you may, and maybe you just burn the piece of paper and then you do your masturbation practice it's all about sending that energy it's really about this ritual works for me and I, like I said I'm a witch so I probably make it a bit more kooky than the rest of the world <laughs> and like that, that you know that's my prerogative but everybody else has their own ways of doing this thing like it's really about what you connect with and what resonates for you a lot of people like to use crystals or maybe they just want to use if you know maybe if all that stuff is a bit woo-woo for you like this stuff works no matter how into spiritualism you are, I believe. Like, and I've seen it work for people that are completely, you know, straight, straight cut with their ways of thinking, you know, and this, um, you know, some people that use, they just, um, yeah, just using manifestation tools. So even if you're just thinking about it as before, I'm going to set this intention of this is what I want. And then they, they go ahead and do their masturbation practice. And as they release their orgasm, or if they release the sound, they're actually letting it go. Some people like to speak these things like, often you know a lot of ways to do this is really to confront your fears so if people have a lot of fear around like achieving these goals or or letting go of that fear i recommend using the mirror masturbating in the mirror can be really profound and it's like facing a big fear seeing yourself in your sexuality Mm. and yeah letting it go so it's like whatever you need to do to face a fear with your sexuality is often a great way to move through barriers so I, thought, I always like to say that like sexuality is the last, um, I like to say it's like the last dragon to slay, you know, it's the, the last thing we want to look at 
in any aspect of our life, right? So it's like this hard part that we can't quite get our head around a lot of the time and it's so taboo and it's so frowned upon to even talk about it. So addressing any problems we have with our sexuality is quite a difficult thing to do. Yeah. But it's so important. It's, you know, I've, mm. I've been saying the same thing. Sex and money are the two taboos. And mm. it's, it's those two things that you're not allowed to talk about. And yet mm. somehow you're supposed to magically know what you're doing. Exactly. But don't ask anybody about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't you dare talk about it. Don't talk about <laughs> it. But just know what you're doing. You know, it's, mm. it's crazy. And, mm. you know, we are sexual creatures. We are sexual beings. Mm. And so it's ridiculous that we have all of this taboo, but I understand where it's, where it's all come from, but it's, I love the fact that you're doing this work because it's vital. It's vital for people to start opening up in whatever way is comfortable. There's a lot of different paths to get there, but to do something to start moving the emotions through and, you know, opening up to your sexuality in whatever level that you're, that you're at. Yeah. Definitely. So, so, yeah, go ahead. No, you go. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just wondering if there's any other things that you want to, you know, make sure that the listeners know before they start, you know, playing around with this on their own, what, mm. what tools or tips you would want to give them to get started? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to base this towards women again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot about moving away from the clitoris, which nobody likes to hear. <laughs> and um, actually building erectile tissue in other places that aren't in that clitoris. Because so there's actually so much sensitivity on the vulva inside the vaginal canal, but um, because we don't feel it straight away because a lot of time it gets numbed out, um, people just write it off. And what I really want to encourage is to approach this in a, in a very like childlike, um, explorat- explorative way. So like touching all every part of your body, like your arms, your legs, um, you know, touching every part of the vulva and stroking. And um, I actually have some videos which I can, will share with on, like on my online program, like I was talking to you about that um, we can share at the end um, that show a lot about like pleasure anatomy for women. So like a lot of different spaces that, that we can find pleasure in that we are not using so far. Well, none of the women that I've met have been using. So yeah, moving into, into the outer labia, just really concentrating on that space and touching the inner labia, which is just an extension of the clitoris. Um, yeah. And moving away from the clitoris head, the part that we are quite attached to. Um, so that would be my advice for like that first initial time. And also um, instead of like having a goal and the goal being right, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to orgasm now setting aside, like I like to put like half an hour on the, on my timer on, on my phone or, you know, for a first time, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes put a playlist on really come into that space of making love to yourself rather than, you know, touching yourself in the way that you would want a partner to touch you. So maybe it isn't making love. Maybe it is a rough touch. Maybe it is a soft touch. It really depends what you like and touching yourself in the way that you like to be touched by others. Um, and then just doing that for the half an hour. And even if you don't orgasm, I promise you, you will awaken your body to such a degree. And if you keep this practice up like a discipline, you will start to feel incredible amounts of pleasure on your own and with partners. I love that. So it's an alternative to traditional uh, meditation. <laughs> yes. Meditation. Meditation. <laughs> meditation. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And it is really important because 
so many times we get all caught up in the stresses, the, the, the you know, the, the, the brain gets going and thinking, oh, my life is horrible and this is going wrong. And taking that half an hour where we have some time where we're being good to ourselves mm. instead of being mean to ourselves is mm. so important. And I'm just going to slide in a little piece that for those that are listening, if this whole topic is extremely triggering, then you may want to be exploring the trauma release program that I have so that we can deal with mm. what's been going on in the trauma side, opening things up so that you can actually explore this in a healthy, gentle way for your body. Because it's the two go very hand in hand, right? We need to release yeah. the trauma and then be able to self-pleasure again. I 100% agree. That is actually a part of my online program as well to like really um, give people tools because a lot of the time when we have those emotions coming up and we're on our own, then it can be very, very overwhelming. Like there's a reason that we are numbing those emotions out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really believe in like creating the tools so people can emotionally release them and nice. then move into the pleasure. So I definitely yeah. agree with you there. Love mm. it. So because, tell us about the program that you have. Sorry. Okay, okay cool. Um, that's okay. I was just going to say about the, this is another reason why I like to do the women's self-pleasure circle mm-hmm. because when women are together and they can move past all their, um, the stuff that we've, you know, the high school female stuff that we have, um, it can be the safest, most beautiful, profound space to actually access all these emotions and feel like you have your sisters, you know, holding you in that, mm-hmm. in all of your emotions. And that's, what's really important for me with the self-pleasure circle with women. That's beautiful. Mm. Um, so the online program I have is, um, a process of taking you through, um, understanding how you can move from the quickie masturbation to deep, profound self-pleasure. And then coming out the other side of that is, um, about how you can use what you've learned to have the success that you want in life, to have the career you want in life, to have the confidence to go and get what you want in life. And then have the ability to connect with a partner or many partners, depending on what you want to do with your life. Um, so it's about writing your own script in your relationship at that point. So moving away from this whole um, relationship escalator of like feeling like every person you meet has to become, you know, we have to move in, we have to have babies, we have to get married and, you know, we have to die together. If we take away that idea and actually start serving ourselves, because a lot of those ideas, although they're beautiful and I'm really a big advocate of monogamy as well, come from attachment and come from fear and anxieties and wanting to feel safe. So this self-pleasure um, uh, pro- uh, online program is about learning to feel safe within yourself so that when you come to um, connect with another partner, it just becomes a gift and it just becomes this beautiful space for your love to create more and to live a more fulfilled life and to have company and, and they come from a place of wholeness rather than a place of lack. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, I am so glad that you took the time. And of course, you're in Australia, so you've had to stay up late to be able to get on this podcast. So thank you yeah. so much, Vicky. I really, really appreciate mm. your time. No worries. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. So just before we uh, hang up here, where can they actually find your program? Okay. So if you go to www.tantricwitch.com, you will be able to sign up to my newsletter and when you sign up to the newsletter, you get access to the, um, you have the option to sign up to the online program. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Vicky, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on as a guest in the Inner Dominatrix podcast. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be. All right. If you have not downloaded the app, make sure that you get over to Apple or the Google Play Store and download the free app. Have a search for Dana Ferrant Inner Power, and you will have immediate access to way more tips and tools, all the things that you need stepping into your power and really exponentially growing your business.